peoples of the worldwide federated internet. What's good? Stick with me now. So I'm going to try to get right to it today, show you, show you something I was thinking about from the Bible, get to some verses, and then get to my point. In the book of Acts chapter 7, Stephen is preaching a scathing message. He's, he's preaching to his, his fellow brethren, the Jews at the time, and this man is going in. Highly admonish you to read it for sake of time. I'm not going to read the whole thing. I'll get to some key points, but I highly admonish you go read Acts chapter seven, eight and nine, which I'm going to reference uh, uh, through uh, the beginning here. But I want to get to Galatians and, and that's where I want to get to. But I wanted to build some context. You'll see what I mean. Uh, Stephen says, you stiff necked and uncircumcised in hearts and ears. You do always resist the Holy Ghost as your fathers did. So do ye. Which of the prophets have have not your fathers persecuted and have slain, which have showed before of the coming of the just one whom ye have been now betrayers and murderers. So he went in. So uh, later on, they cast him out the city and they stone him. But this listen to what listen to what he said. He said, and they stone Stephen calling upon God, saying, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. And listen to what he says to the people who stoning him. And he kneeled down and cried with a loud voice, Lord, lay not this sin to their charge. And when he said this, he fell asleep. Who was there? Saul of Tarsus, who persecuted the church vehemently. And Saul was consenting unto his death. So this was Saul was about that life. He was hunting down Christians, pulling them out their houses, dragging them in. He was getting busy. He was not playing around. So in, let's see, uh, verse six, the Bible says um, of Acts chapter eight. So this is the story. There's a reason I'm, I'm, I'm getting to this. This is the story of Simon. So Philip is preaching. He's working miracles. I, I highly admonish you read this story too. And Simon sees the miracles that, 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 that Philip is working now. Now, Simon also did some great things according to the Bible and deceived the people. They, the Bible says he deceived the people for a long time. As a matter of fact, in verse 11, it says, and to, and to him that had regard because that of long time, he had bewitched them with sorceries. The people hear Philip preaching the gospel. They get saved. They get baptized. The Bible says that Simon himself believed, right? So Simon, who was, who bewitched these people believe. So the apostles hear that the gospels come to Samaria. They send Peter and John. And in verse, let's see. Uh, so, the, so the Holy Ghost hadn't fallen yet. Uh, Simon and John laying hands on people. They're receiving the Holy Ghost. And this is, uh, or, or Peter and John laying hands on people. They're receiving the Holy Ghost. And Simon says in verse 19, saying, give me also this power that of whomsoever I lay hands, 
I may, uh, he may receive the Holy Ghost. But Peter said unto him, Thy money perish with thee, because thou hast, uh, because thou hast thought the gift of God may be purchased with money. Thou hast neither part nor lot in this matter, for thy heart is not right in the sight of God. Repent therefore of this thy wickedness, and and pray God if perhaps the thought of thine heart may be forgiven thee. For I perceive that thou art in the gall of bitterness and in and a uh, bond of iniquity. Then answered Simon and said and said, Pray ye the Lord for for me that none of these things which which ye have spoken uh, come upon me. So this dude was pretty much a false prophet. He heard Philip teaching. The Bible says he believed and he got baptized with the rest of the people. But he's trying to get this money. Oh, you can lay hands on people and they get the Holy Ghost. Yo, let me give you some money so I can get that. So he's just worried about control again about 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 preeminence about dominance about his own glory false prophet right in the beginning they waste no time um in acts 27 and 37 now this is a good verse to go to if you ever hear somebody say that christianity is the white man's religion and it was it was uh the white men brought it to africa Philip runs into an Ethiopian. God sends him to an Ethiopian. Um, uh, the Bible says in verse 27, And he arose and went and beheld a man of Ethiopia, a eunuch, a great authority under Candace, the queen of Ethiopia. So I looked up Candace. I thought it was like one person. From what I can gather, Candace is a title given to the queens of Ethiopia at the time. Right? So this was a, a, a eunuch of great authority under queen. He was reading in verse 28, was returning uh, uh, and sitting in his chariot, read Isaiah the prophet. He was reading the book of Isaiah. Where did he get that? This is before colonization. People assumed that there was no Bible uh, teaching and, 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 there, and there was no Bible reading and the God of the Bible wasn't through Africa. And people in Africa knew nothing about the God of the Bible. False. That's fake news. That is fake news. Philip explains what, 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 uh, so the Ethiopian eunuch is like, yo, how can I understand this unless somebody explain it to me? I, I admonish you again, read through this, these verses, 27 through 37 of Acts 8. Philip explains to him what the book of Isaiah is talking about. The eunuch believes. He said, look, they stop. Here's water. What's stopping me from getting baptized? Philip says, do you believe? And he said, oh, I believe with all my heart. Jesus is the son of God. Bet they got off the they got off the chariot. He baptized him, and, and the Bible says the spirit caught Philip away. He went somewhere else. But I wanted to get to that because when I was reading this, I was like, I got to touch on this, even though this is not what I'm dealing with. So, what what do you think that eunuch did after he gets after he got saved? You don't think that he preached the gospel when he got back to Ethiopia? If he had a Bible, clearly there were other people in Ethiopia with Bibles with scripture you don't think he went back with the book of isaiah and said yo i found out who who the book of isaiah was talking about let me break it down for y'all come on man the gospel was in africa before colonization don't believe the hype do not believe the hype but in acts chapter 9 paul on a road to damascus he's headed to persecute christian christians bright light appears 
uh, the Lord Jesus Christ appears to Paul and says, why are you persecuting me? And Paul is like, yo, he fell to his knees, the bright light. Yo, who are you? Lord, who are you? I'm Jesus who you're persecuting. The next thing the apostle Paul says is, Lord, what will you have me to do? But even before that, the Lord Jesus Christ asked Apostle Paul a question or, or a statement, really. He said, it is hard for thee to kick against the pricks. Paul, remember, this is Paul who heard the message that Stephen preached. That was a, that message was hard body. Like Stephen went bananas. He went in. You can even, it's rare that you can read something and kind of, get the get the get the feeling and the emotion of what was going on if you read acts chapter 7 you will know that stephen was not playing around that message was scathing scathing the apostle paul heard that message they stone stephen they lay stephen's clothes at at paul's feet stephen as he was getting stoned before he died prayed and said god don't lay this sin to their charge Help these people out. They don't know. Paul saw it is. He was pricked in his heart. He didn't want to admit it, but he was pricked in his heart. And he went even harder persecuting after that because he was so pricked. He met up with the Lord Jesus Christ. He believed the gospel. God sent Ananias. It's funny that reading through these stories is, is actually pretty enjoyable Ananias appears to appears to or the Lord appears to Ananias and says, hey, I want you to go to this road called straight. There's a guy there named Saul. Lay hands on him. You know, uh, lift. The, he's going to have the scales lifted from his eyes. Ananias was like, wait, hold up, Lord. You mean Saul that's like persecuting and having us killed? Uh, I don't know. God said, go. He went. The scales was lifted from from uh, Paul's eyes. Paul becomes a preacher of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ and heavily, heavily to the Gentiles, people who are not Jews. So I, I, the reason I wanted to build that context before I got to the book of uh, Galatians chapter one is so you could understand who the apostle Paul is and what he's coming from. This this dude knew his Bible. Um, I believe he was of the tribe of Benjamin. Well studied, knew the scripture inside and out, kept the law. This dude was on point. Right. Meets up. Uh, hears that message. Stephen preaches pricked in his heart. The Lord Jesus Christ appears to him and is like, hey, bruh. What's good is it's, 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 it's hard for you to to avoid and escape this conviction. Why are you fighting it? He stops fighting, receives the Lord Jesus Christ, believes on him, and is now a preacher of the gospel. Listen to what Paul says. I built all of that context for you to hear what Paul says in Galatians chapter 1 verse 8. But thou, um, but thou, <laughs> my bad, but though we or an angel from heaven, this is Galatians 1 8, but though we or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel unto you, then that which, which we have preached unto you, let him be accursed. That's strong language. As, as we said before, so say, uh, so, 
So say I now again, if any man preach any other gospel unto you, then that ye have received, let him be a curse. Strong language right there. That's real strong. He's saying if any other gospel comes to you, let this man be accursed. That's crazy. In Galatians chapter 3, verse 26, you always hear people say, we're all children of God. We're all God's children. I would love to believe that. As I said, I, I lie wherever the truth lies. That's where I want to stand on. In Galatians 3.26, the Bible says, for, all, for ye are all the children of God by faith in Jesus Christ. We're all God's creation. We are not all God's children. That is not true. That is not biblically true. I would love to believe that. I would love to hold to that. That's just not what the Bible teaches. I like to stick with the Bible. In uh, the book of Galatians, again, chapter 4 and verse, uh, let's see, 22 to 31, it's talking about the free woman and the bond woman, right? Uh, says, for it is written that Abraham had two sons, the one by the bondmaid and the other by the free woman. But who was the bondwoman, but, uh, but he who was of the bondwoman was born after the flesh, but he of the free woman uh, was, was by promise, which things are an allegory of the thing of, of these two covenants. The one from Mount Sinai, we know what came from Mount Sinai, the law. So the, this was an allegory, um, which, gen, which gendereth to bondage which is Agar for, uh, for this Agar is Mount Sinai in Arabia and answereth to Jerusalem, which is now, uh, which now is, and is in bondage with her children. But Jerusalem, which is above is free, which is mother of us all. For it is written, rejoice thou brethren that, uh, that bear rejoice thou barren my bad that bearest not break forth and cry that that uh, thou that travailest not for the desolate hath many more children than she which hath an husband now we brethren as isaac uh are are the children of promise but as he that that was born after the flesh persecuted him that was born after the spirit, even so it is now. Nevertheless, uh, what saith the scripture? Cast out the bondwoman and her son, for the son of the bondwoman shall not be heir with the son of the free woman. So then, brethren, we are not children of the bondwoman, but of the free. So we see that the bondwoman and the free woman was an allegory, the law and faith. We're not children of the law. We are children of faith. Let me, uh, let me show you this further. And, and Galatians, going backwards now, 3.24. So that was an allegory. The law and, and faith are oil and water. You're not saved by the law plus faith. It is faith in Christ, death, burial, and resurrection as payment for sin plus nothing Minus nothing. That is it. 
This is what the Bible teaches. It says in verse 24 of Galatians 3, wherefore the law was our schoolmaster to bring us to Christ that we might be justified by faith. That's what the Bible says. In the Gospel of John, chapter 14, and verse 6. I'm getting to a point. Stick with me. Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. So he's saying, you can't get to the Father outside of me. This doesn't sound very inclusive. This doesn't sound very, we all have, you know, different faiths and we're all headed the same way. Again, this is not an attack. I'm just, as I always tell you, I stick with what the Bible teaches. This is what the Bible teaches. In Romans uh, yeah, one sixteen. the Bible says, for I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth to the Jew verse and also to the Greek. So what is the gospel? First Corinthians. Chapter 15. Verse one, moreover, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel which I preached unto you, which also ye have received and wherein ye stand by which also ye are saved, if ye keep in memory that which I preached unto you, unless ye have believed in vain. For I delivered unto you, first of all, that which I also received, how that Christ died for our sins according to the scripture, and that he was buried, and, and that he rose again the third day according to the scripture. And First Timothy, uh, where am I going? First Timothy 2.5. First Timothy two five. The Bible says, "For there is one God and one mediator." Listen to that between God and men, the man Christ Jesus. There's no one else who can mediate between you and God. That's it. The Lord Jesus Christ in John chapter nineteen verse thirty said this. Simple statement. And when Jesus therefore had received the vinegar, he said, it is finished. And he bowed his head and gave up the ghost. His work was finished. What is the gospel? What, what does gospel mean? Right. We saw the Bible's definition of what the gospel is. I looked up the word gospel. It's a, it's a Greek word. Now, I am no theologian. I say this all the time. Bear with me. The Greek word is yo angelion. A reward of good tidings, uh, good tidings, tidings, an old English word that's not really used anymore. It's news, advice, intelligence, account of what has taken place and, and has not been before known. So the gospel wasn't known. The, the, the mystery of the gospel wasn't really completely comprehended before the Lord Jesus Christ. In 1 John... Where am I at? Where am I going? First John chapter four, verse one and three. The Bible says this, beloved, be not, uh, be believe not every spirit, but try the spirits, whether they are of God, because many false prophets are gone into out into the world. So how do we know if they're from God or not? He answers hereby know ye the spirit of God. Every spirit that confesseth that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is of God. 
And every spirit that confesseth not that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is not of God. And this is that spirit of Antichrist, listen to this, which ye have heard that it should come, and even now it is in the world. <clears throat> spirit of the Antichrist was already in the world, even back then. Why did I go through all of that? I know we have a, <clears throat> a tendency to want to <clears throat> believe that, oh, you know, all my friends of different faiths, we all have, you know, <clears throat> the same, same God. We're all going to the same place. I'm here to tell you the Bible does not teach that. Any man throughout history to come after the Lord Jesus Christ to preach and teach anything but Jesus Christ, his death, burial, and resurrection as the payment for sin, as the way to God, did not come from God. I don't care what man throughout history proclaimed that he got some revelation and he got some new addition that we didn't know if he didn't preach Christ, crucified, buried, and raised from the dead didn't come from God. If, if, the, if, if the man came out and, and preached, you know what? We got these extra things we need to do. And yeah, Christ came. But in addition to that, I'm going to, we're going to add this and we're going to do this now. And we're going to piece this together. So it's still the gospel, but it's also, you know, these other pieces that are missing did not come from God. The good news is the death, burial, and resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. We are not all children of God. We are all God's creation. Now, this is biblical. Hopefully, this was clear. If it was not clear, I apologize. Hit me in the DM. Um, um, I'm, I'm, I'm free to share my phone number with you. We can chop it up over these Bible verses. And hopefully I can make it more clear, but I'm hoping this was as clear as I can make it. No, not every faith is the way to heaven. I can't believe the Bible and believe that. It's not about me. It's not about, it's not about me trying to attack people. It's not about me trying to be selfish. It's not about me trying to be hateful. If you say you believe the Bible, this is what the Bible teaches. There's one mediator between God and man. That is the man Christ Jesus. There's nobody else I need to go to to confess my sins. My mediator to God is the man Christ Jesus. That's what the Bible teaches. There's no other revelation I need to get to God. The Lord Jesus Christ said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. The Apostle Paul warned, he said, if it was me or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel to you than what we have preached, let him be accursed. That is strong language. If it's any other gospel, if it's any other quote unquote truth, if it's anything outside of the death, burial and resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ, this is not me being hateful. The Bible teaches there is no other way. 
anyone who brings any other message. No, we do not worship the same God. And no, we are not all headed in the same direction. And this is a trap I see a lot of believers fall into because we don't want to seem hateful. This is not hateful. This is what the Bible teaches. What did the, the Apostle Paul said in one place? I believe it was in the Corinthians. I could be mistaken. Am I therefore become your enemy because I tell you the truth? This is not about me trying to attack or trying to be an enemy or, or, or trying to come down on people. I believe the Bible. The Bible doesn't teach that, yes, all faiths were all headed the same way. It just does not. And if that's what you've been saying, if, 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 if that's what you've been portraying to your friends and you actually believe the gospel, I understand. We don't want to come off as hateful. I understand. We want our friends to be saved, but that's not the truth. The truth is the Lord Jesus Christ said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. There is no other way. There is no addition to the good news. There is no new revelation in addition to the good news. The good news, the gospel is laid out. And in 1 Corinthians chapter 15 is the death, burial, and resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. That's it. That is it. We don't. All faiths don't believe the same thing. All faiths are not headed to the same place. Faith in the Lord Jesus Christ is what gets a person to God. Nothing else. That is what the Bible teaches. Stay frosty, people.